Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome, everybody, to this week's uh, episode of the Tommy and Hector show with Larissa Blewett. Um, Larissa, yes. fill us in on Big Joe's week. So Big Joe B. We've bad news on him this week. He yeah. had an injury. He was out playing with Major and well, I can't remember the other dog's name. And he Zoltar. Yeah, probably not that. But anyway, Ugar. he, he uh, had a, a fall. I don't know how it happened, but he broke two bones in his ankle. So he's now in a boot. Well, he fractured them. So yeah. it's, it, it might not be that bad. And he seems to be having, today he's having his first big major press briefing. First time ever. Yeah. He's having his big briefing. So, you know, it's not going to hold him back. He's, he'll be fine. He'll be that's, fine. That's totally positive. You don't, there's no... There's no negativity that, there. Wow. And I thought the most touching thing of the whole lot was Trump tweeted him Trump. the other day. T-H-R-U-M-P. Yeah. Trump. <laughs> Trump. Trump, as we call him in Trump, look. They're Trump. They're Trump. The con Trump. Trump. <laughs> so he tweeted him, um, get well soon. That was nice. So, no, there's a bit of sarcasm there, I'd say, wasn't there? I, I don't know. I don't think so. Old people are very good like that with one another. Uh, so Biden's, <laughs> Biden's in a boot, Biden's boot. Biden's, well, he'll probably sell, there'll probably be a big thing now, you know, Biden's boots. And are you in touch with Delaware every day at this stage? Ah, not every day, but I don't want to become a bit of a nuisance, you know. They and could finally, block me. can I just... They could block me very quickly. Can I just remind you that we are coming out of lockdown and we are coming into Christmas. Will you please get your say hello I to everyone now, on the podcast? I noticed there's a, uh, a couple of black cars parked, you know, in a radio, like not far from my house recently. It's a bit suspicious looking, I have to say. What? Yeah, there must be someone checking me out. Not sure what that's about. Is it Secret Service? Could be. Could be. Not sure. Or they just What mo- have you noticed? Just a bit of what would you call it, unusual activity. Yeah. Yeah. Round the Knockmore area. Well, just uh, around my house. Are you neighborhood watch up there? Yeah, well I th- I don't think they're uh I don't think they're bad. Like they haven't done anything to me. You know, they're just checking me out, just keeping an eye on me. So there's just, there's a there's there's They're yeah. American red cars. No. Are they fuck? You're only joking. Yeah, they're out checking you out yeah. because your family or are they minding you? Must be minding me. Don't know. Or are they minding the senior championship cup that's above in the clubhouse of Knockmore? Could be that, Hector. You know what? I'm not far from the club, so it could be that. And can I just say that your coach, his name is our manager, your manager, Raymond Dempsey, and the coach, 
Alan Malloy. Alan Malloy just took our uh, senior football team from the school for a training session. Oh, this week. brilliant. He's yeah. a great lad. Isn't that nice? Yeah, yeah. Rian said it to me on the text. He goes, Dad, 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 do you know this Malloy guy from Knockmore? I said, Brilliant. No. I said, No, but he's the, he must be involved. Oh, he's the coach in Knockmore. Are they good? I said, Of course they're good. They're senior Mayo champions. <coughs> so he came down to We'd train. We'd be the our... bloody Connacht Championships if it wasn't for COVID, for God's sake. Jeez. Anything to pull us back. Could have been an All Ireland year for Knockmore. Oh. COVID is just a hoax to, to get. <laughs> Stop me keep Knockmore down to keep Knockmore down yeah so that's the news I have lads that's my update on the old will you get Joe politics. to say happy Christmas on the podcast please I'll see stage. I'll see I'll see if he's uh, the most unusual request this week is that somebody wanted me to get him to sing part of a charity song for them <laughs> I'm not joking <laughs> you. I think that we should have a section here every week of unusual requests that I get for Joe Biden and what was the charity song for? I don't know because I did. I can't honestly. I don't want to get too into it, but I can tell you that they asked. They were they releasing a single able, for like yeah for a charity, and would he be able to sing a verse like, of it? Like <laughs> like, like wheelchair access belly harness. <laughs> yeah, I know something. Yeah. Do you know what would be great now if we could? Uh, we have the song, <laughs> the lyrics done. Yeah, up the ramps, up the ramps. <laughs> we would love to get up some ramps. Out of the van and up the ramps for wheelchair access, Ballyhonus. And they wanted him to sing that, yeah. We, but he'd we, have had to do it in an American accent, so would you want to give that a go? Well, Joe would have to do an American no, accent. No, no, he'd do it in an American No, but I'm just, I'm just thinking that, that if you're organising the single, just the, the fucking the moral courage it takes to, to wonder if the President of the United States of America could do a verse. I know. And then somebody else on the commission goes, that'd be great. And we get him and the captain of the Knockmore GAA team. Yeah. And does anyone know Putin? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or your man Mao? Or the, or the little lad who's in charge of North Korea? <laughs> oh! Up the wham! Up the wham! Up the wham! How the wham! How the wham! Up the wham! With your That'll be a great Fucking idea. Yeah. So that, Angela Merkel. Maybe we Merkel should create idea. one. Maybe we should come up with the song. You could write the lyrics of it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Did you see that thing? It's hard on wheels going round Bally Harness. The whole fucking town is curbs and lumps. I can't get into the shops. That's the kind of crack of you at. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, That's, yeah. And I suppose what else would the President of America be doing other than recording a couple of songs <laughs> here and there? And he I'm might, he might have to be using a fucking wheelchair himself if he keeps breaking more bones hey! in the day. Hey! Hey! Up the ramps, up, up the ramps, up the ramps, Ballyhardis. Okay, we've lost our minds now, so that's a good, good. start. I couldn't, uh, I didn't, I couldn't really sleep much last night. Confirmed. Uh, I was tossing and turning. Oh, I hate that. And I didn't really sleep well at all. And I realised then what it was. I was so fucking excited about coming out here. I stop it. This is a really exciting... Do you find Tuesday is the most exciting day of the week? It's my favourite day of yeah, the week. Yeah, definitely. Do you, do you really I to come up the road thinking, this is just brilliant. It's like a lease of life for <laughs> pure excitement. Well, I'm going to ask you... No worries it, in the world. I couldn't sleep a wink the with the excitement. Here's a question for you now. Yeah. Um, we enjoy doing this. Okay, yeah. and then but that and then it's been very popular and it's very successful in you know in, within its own ambition, whatever the fuck that means. Anyway, <laughs> so um, but the main thing is that we enjoy doing it. Yeah. And how much other stuff in your life do you enjoy? And if you only did stuff that you enjoyed, what would you be at? Yeah. But I see there's a point there behind that of saying, why don't we search? 
to do more things that we yeah. enjoy in this yeah. life than just going through the normal rigmarole. Yeah. Yeah, well, I often you, know, you see your kind of interviews with uh, fellas who played bass in heavy metal bands and they're mm. in their 70s. And they say, well, I'll tell you one thing, I had a fucking laugh. <laughs> I don't fucking care what fucking happens. If I fucking got cancer or fucking... Tuberculosis, I had a fucking laugh. <laughs> He's starting off from Birmingham. Now, 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 down, now to, down to Liverpool. I'll be fucking Welsh by the end of it. Wadukia. Now it's Jordy. You guys. We don't give fuck around here. Tommy, Tommy, give me an African. Tommy, give fuck. Give me an African bass player. I, I do not give a fuck what happened to my life. For 25 years, I do the word Lady Smith Black Mambazo. Homeless. Homeless, moonlight sleeping on the midnight lake. Homeless, homeless, moonlight sleeping on the midnight lake. <laughs> and and I, that always fucking yeah, that's an interesting struck thing, me as a as a thing that to be able to when the time comes to say, do you know what I had a fucking laugh? Yeah, do you know what I mean? And I, we, I, I, this is the only work that I do from start to finish. I think that I really enjoy. Other bits of work that I do have good moments in them. Uh, the television show is great but there's a lot of fucking pressure built. I even though I don't have any preparation for it there's a lot of I feel under pressure coming up to it and I feel a huge release when afterwards over, yeah. and during the interviews it, it's a thing of concentration you know a concentration that you can hit moments of enjoyment mm. Mm. but it's the main thing is concentration and mm. listening but uh, with the stand up it's the same stand up is a lot of driving and you know um there's a great feeling when you when you have a good stand-up show together. When you say, okay, that's, I, fuck, I have 90 minutes here and it's, I really yeah. enjoy performing it. And you might get three or four months like that where you wake up every morning and you go, great, mm. I'm in fucking Tubber Curry tonight. And you I, I, give it socks. <laughs> and you, you, you've, you've got confidence in the product. Like Now there are months go by and when you don't and you're struggling with it and it's hard going. But this is the only thing that from start to finish I go, fuck yeah, this is, this is enjoyable. So for ye now, we talked about this before Hector with the travelling with you you were saying you knock so much crack out of being with the lads the boys I surround myself with them two lads and, yeah. and I have so much fun off off the camera that going on camera is just easy that's that's the easiest part of it wow yeah. so but I really mean that that this podcast and you've hit a nail on the head here I think this is one of the best things I've ever done and one of the most enjoyable things I've ever done and one of the most, I don't know what it is. Has it been, is it a release valve or has it been, I've never enjoyed something so much and that's maybe why I couldn't sleep last night. I was tossing and turning and writing little notes into me mobile and one o'clock came and half one came and I said, I can't fucking wait to get out to the shed. You're a sensitive creature. That's why you've, yeah. you've, you've you're, 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 all your spores are open and you're sensitive to excitement. Yeah, that, but isn't that lovely? It's fantastic. And I didn't, yeah. and then finally I put the quilt in between me legs. And then you went to sleep. I love that. I sort of cradled the quilt, got a little bit around me gusset, extra quilt, and I cradled myself into the fetal position. And, and gone. I, and I just started dribbling. The umbilical cord must have been wrapped around your cock when you were in the womb, was it? <laughs> yeah. And then, and then... Close your eyes, Hector. Close your and eyes. And then I dribbled on the pillow. And when I start dribbling on the pillow, yeah. I'm gone. Why do men have to dribble? Is there something wrong with you? So that if, if you go out to the toilet and another man comes into the house to have a go with your woman, he can smell your dribble off the pillow. It's and like a dog. It's like a dog peeing outside. Uh, you, honestly, 
Taxi, I think you should be left outside in sheds at night. L- Larita, you driving down from Mayo on a Tuesday morning, is this, the, is, this like, is this like going to school and having double PE first on a Monday morning? Oh yeah, or a double free class. <laughs> double free? You'd never get a double free unless the teacher was out. But um, oh, it's brilliant. I love it. I love getting into the car and heading off out the road just knowing it's going to be cracked for the day. And tell me, and um, then I'm exhausted by the time I get home. What, what other, so when you're... Uh, would there be now this might sound like a stupid question but is there not as much crack fundraising for the hospice no I do have a lot of fun doing it surprise surprise but obviously it's a lot changed now since Covid and stuff as well so how how has it changed well I'm not travelling like I used to be you know meeting people and um, getting money and stuff but it's definitely well obviously like I mean even when you're describing your jobs there you know like they're fun jobs, even though there's stress to them, and there's you know they're not routine Monday to Friday and eight mm. o'clock until six o'clock, like hard labour intensive work, like maybe lads that'll be going out building or block laying or, you know. Yeah, like, but there, that can be. I remember. I like at least you're doing the jobs that you actually enjoy as a, you know, like. No, but what we're saying is that the other job, other work that we do. For me, anyway, has a lot of pressure involved in it. Yeah. With moments of enjoyment. This, yeah. This so, so that, oh yeah, and my job has my other job has pressure, of course. And you know, you've you've always got in the back of your mind, God, I haven't. You know, we need to get money in. You need to get money in. That's kind of what the way would happen you, if. So you have a target each year. Yeah. Uh, of what? Would it be five million, ten million, one million? Oh, we'd need to be raising at least about. We'd need to be taking in at least about two and a half million a year. A year, wow. yeah. Now that's Fuck. for the bi- go, you know, to to go towards the building as well of our Roscommon Hospice. Huge. Man. And what would happen if you only raised half a million? What would happen? Well, our services would be clipped. Like we have. What What are your services? So we've we've got ten nurses in Mayo. Yeah. We've got five, six nurses in Roscommon, and we pay their. Wages as such to keep them going out to. Well, why doesn't the health board pay their wages? They they, they pay half of them, right? So, so okay. but what would happen is if we if we weren't there, there would only be a li- very limited service. So maybe the patients wouldn't be able to. There'd be a waiting list for patients to see a palliative care nurse. Um, there'd be like and of, of of all the people who don't have time. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. How can you go on a waiting list for... When you're dying. When you've got three weeks to live. Yeah. And then, oh, you might not get... You know, and like then you hear some... Like we've always got these lovely stories as well. The amount of stuff that you can make happen for people. Because mm. we're bringing that money in and because... Like, there was a young man a couple of years ago and he's only really young. He was... I think he, he was f- maybe from Poland and his family were all in Poland. And he was dying mm. from cancer and he's here in Ireland and we were able to give him money to go over and see his family to say goodbye to him before because wow. they, they were really poor and they couldn't come here so he was able to get over and see them before he died basically he had about a month to live Would you have access to opium suppositories? <laughs> <laughs> Me and my s- Not the pa- Now I know that story you were telling us is very sad and everything but I was just That's thinking just I'll, I'll let her <laughs> get to the end of it and then I would love a go of a morphine suppository would you put it up a my, suppository Tommy, or yeah, Tommy, a suppository 
you'd have to get somebody to put it up your bum. Would oh, you let, he'd go himself. Would you, no, no, no. Would you let me insert it? Tom. <laughs> no. Tommy, I know you since first. You are sick. Would you let me just... With me index do, finger. Look, he wouldn't bang. care because if he get if he got I'd, the buzz out of what I do, say, no, what I do is I just say to uh, I I say that's for me when the postman arrives with the package. <laughs> Don't anybody go near that. If it's from Narita, it's for me. <laughs> I'll post them to you. And then I'd, I'd come down and they'd be you get me four, 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 four bullets, four, four, four heroin morphine bullets. Right. And I just say I have to go down to the office to do a bit of work. <laughs> And I'd come down about ten in the morning, <laughs> and I'd just I'd sh- I'd sliver it. Up. You'd have to have a little bit of Vaseline. Not at all. A bit straight of... up the gutter. You'd have to squat. How would you do it, Tommy? Would you lie across the studio the microphone here? This, see now where this pop. conversation has gone. You see now where you've would brought you, this. Would you pop it up then, Tom? It doesn't matter. Look, and then I, I just, would you I, lubricate the area before inserting the bullet? And then I would come down here, and I'd just spend. I'd stay here till about six o'clock in the evening, just uh, slightly out of it on morphine. <laughs> You could do that for me. Never mind fucking sending Polish boys back home to say goodbye. Because, Get because me some heroin. You want some heroin. <laughs> in a suppository form. Yeah. Why don't you take Opium. it in a liquid form? It might be easier. No, no, no. Suppository is self-releasing. No, because if you see, if, if you take it as a suppository, it kind of sneaks up behind you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know when it's put to. Yeah, it's kind of like... It's a creeper. It's a creeper. Do you know what I mean? And you'd feel, oh, a, little, you'd oh. feel a little buzz at the base of your back. <laughs> Yo, everything is kicking in, it's kicking in. It's kicking in. Why don't we bring, why don't I bring it up next Tuesday and you could. And we'll also, yes. See how oh, you, pro- see how you get on. As, no, no, you can put it up yourself, but we can see how you progress throughout the podcast. So why don't we do or, it for our Christmas party? I'll get six cans of Dutch gold. <laughs> we'll have a bottle of Puccine and you four uh, opium then. bullets. <laughs> and we'll do a full podcast here in the hen shed. Out of it with sounds of Jimi Hendrix from Woodstock 69. A serious conversation about hospice go to this depressing level. Sorry, oh, this part of the discussion yes, is depressing. That was horrific. That, what, no, anyway, so if if you only raise half a million. It's it's not it's no good. It's we no need good. to raise more. We need we have to keep our nurses going to families all the yeah. time. We need to be able to keep our um, psychotherapists been able to you know see our patients, the families, the the family members, whatever. And we well, need to fair play to you. Yeah, fair keep play it, to you. Keep it's the show a lot on the road. And now we've got the and how's the building going? Well, the Mayo one's ready to open, and the Roscommon one has the roof on, so it's sealed for the winter now. So we'll be ready by July, hopefully. <laughs> So that's really boring. So anyway, move that's on. Great. Okay. And uh, so where can we find out, out more details about we can it? Cu- we can cut that. And we can give cut us the website the... there. Give us the website. For no, the... forget about it. For donations. <laughs> cut. But cut. Cut. <laughs> cut. No, why cut? You, because this is, but get off. Just shut up. Where we leave the, it. Right and there. Tommy, the roof is on now, so it's sealed. Yeah, exactly. Off. The roof is on, it's you, sealed for the winter. You, <laughs> they wrap it in plastic now for the winter. See if you give a shite you're so imp- you've, you've got no emotion or you're just so fucking self-serving the two of you like you don't even care that the roof is on you big fucking I hope you never have to use the hospice turn it off <laughs> we can't leave it there we have to <laughs> <laughs> we have to work through this we have to let you keep going there no so So, so I'm getting it's awful fucking hot in here. <laughs> and you've 
the jacket it's on. It's a leather jacket on. It's a leather 50 50 gummy. I thought it was a light one. Can I one. ask you about the jacket? It's 50% leather, 50% denim. Fuck, it's roasted. It's like half metallic, a half status quo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it the, is anyway. the, the, the jacket is off now, she means. And here comes Mayo! <sighs> I was in the supermarket the other day and I was walking along and I'm getting all the I'm doing the lunches. I'm doing the lunches these mornings. I'm getting up at ten past seven. It's like a fucking kitchen. It is like I say it's exactly like a kitchen. It is the kitchen. It is the kitchen. Unless you're making them somewhere else. This room is like a fucking kitchen. Hang on a second. The fucking Hector's kitchen every time. The rice cakes and the tin foil and the Iceberg lettuce with a dribble of mayo on the cheese and the, the fresh ham and the bagels and I don't like this and I want Nutella and that with no butter and then the cream crackers have to be all put together 16 cream crackers and then what? and then they want the rice crispy marshmallow squidgy buns then they want two satsumas with the skin coming off them easy enough and two apples I'm trying to get it all into one lunch they're, box they're big men they're big men do they not get lunch at school no they have to bring their own lunch they're big men and I give them a little treat but anyway I like was, what I give them one of those little crispy marshmallow bars Crispy, squidgy, marshmallow, Kellogg's bars. Can you imagine? Can Sign. you imagine if Tommy had to make breakfast for someone? Ten past seven in my house is like a full-blown five-star kitchen. He wouldn't even know what, what them things are that you're after mentioning. Then I have to fill the two litres of water for them. They drink two water. litres of water? What are they fucking racehorses? <laughs> <laughs> they want their water. Because they're, they're athletes. Is there a trough at the school <laughs> that they have to fucking get their water <laughs> So anyway, I was going by, I was going to get the bagels uh, and, and and just a second, one of the boys, one of the assistant managers who works at the local Super Value, he was down on his, on, his, on his hunkers and just for a split second, I wanted to go over and give him a dead leg. <laughs> like we did at school. And as I walked by him, I went, you know what I was going to do there? I was going to give you a fucking dead leg. And he looks up in the mask, he goes, fucking love the dead leg, man. You remember the dead arm? And then I was standing at the at the, at the, at the bread place with him for about 20 minutes laughing about giving lads dead legs and dead arms. The pummeling fellas the gave. The fucking dead leg was the best thing about school. It hurt as well. Oh, man. What did women do to each other in school? Do you give dead legs and dead arms? My brother used to do it to me, but we didn't do that to each <coughs> other at school. We were just nice and polite. Oh, so the great things every Gr- day. Girls are nice at school. They don't. Would you? We used to do, remember. We used to do a thing called the mill. What was that? The mill, if I remember correctly, was uh, you'd only do it in say say the bell for the class went right, right, and there could be thirty one fellas, and we had to get out the door, move on to the next class, <laughs> all at the same time, all at the same time. And what happened was two fellas would get in the doorway, Duncan, and they would put their arms across, <laughs> and they'd back up. Oh, so, so they wouldn't fit out the door to, uh, they couldn't so the door was jammed and <laughs> the 29 other fellas had to push against them and it was all going the mill the mill the mill and then what had, their arms. what had happened was sometimes you do it in the corridor between the two buildings right and then there'll be about seven classes <laughs> trying to get up for about 190 lads trying to get through one door and at the back of the going, one teacher would be going what the what the hell's going on up there <laughs> and we'd be hold 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 like gladiator, hold, and then more teachers and more kids, and we'd be in the middle, swaying like it's Anfield or the mill, the mill, and hold, 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 Duncan, hold. Four hundred lads trying to go through one door. Teachers at the back go, what the hell is happening at the front? It would be chaos. And at the front, we 
it'd be like it'd be like fire brigade would be called hold 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 and then Duncan would no, and then Duncan would release and then everyone would fall and it would be carnage within 8 minutes fellas falling over his school bags and then the parking teacher would be going with his what the hell's happening up there so can I please say fucking oh, give, me, oh, give fuck. yourself a dead leg today and get a dead arm oh, they were bad those oh, the dead, dead legs. legs and if somebody opened his locker with his key back then you'd have a little bit of elastic on your key so you go up to the locker to open your key and then about six lads come behind us they're bumming you from behind <laughs> oh. looking at your bum while I'm bumming you oh. <laughs> that's a very popular song Tommy by oh, the way oh, man. Um, the awful thing sometimes about uh, alcohol and drink uh, if you drink too much of it sometimes you can do things that you have you lose control don't you mm. you yes. know now, now a lot of the time people might behave in a certain way and it was always the drink that made me do it but th- those feelings have to be inside you yes you know in the first place for, yeah. the, for the drink to kind of bring them on I couldn't tell you exactly how long ago it was now but it was uh, many many years ago uh Guts of 20 anyway at least Right uh, And I got drunk uh, Spirit drunk Oh oh Do you know that kind of where you, uh, You're completely numb your body You're just fucking in some other planet And maybe I wasn't used to drinking this particular brand of spirit But I was fucking spirit drunk Like you know Still able to move my body uh, Beer drunk you know you're body tends to give up around the same time as your mind yeah but spirit drunk your your body could be up for development and your you have no fucking memory of stuff you know I had no memory of going back to the hotel and I would be I'm someone who is uh, in need of and very uh, attracted to uh, female company so you know for me to spend time with my wife is really important to me and kind of just to be have that female presence in my life you yeah. know maybe you, you can I, I've had girlfriends since I was um, fucking in f- fifth class in primary school right do you know what I mean Cause maybe because I, I there was a gap between myself and my mother and I used to get it from girls in the same class as myself yeah. stuff like that just, I, I enjoy so you don't like you'd, you wouldn't like to be on your own for too long um, yeah or just I've, I've, I enjoy I enjoy women's company you there's know. a safety in it, or yeah, or it's just it. it it's, yeah. I, I like it. You know, I like being in the company of women, and I, I uh, the fact that my wife is a woman is that's, very important. That's to me. a good yeah. step forward, yeah. So, <clears throat> but you also wouldn't know what what the flip side of that that, that feeling is, you know, because for, for every positive, there's a negative. You know, Jesus, do I have negative feelings about women as well? And I'm not saying I don't. No, that's too deep. You don't need to go there. I, I don't consciously, but I'm I'm just saying you, you, sometimes you know it doesn't it doesn't worry me. Right. Because I don't, they're never, it's never at the forefront of my consciousness. Mm. But you've lost Hector now. He, but wait, no, 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 I'm waiting for this because. Um, so the drink. I don't know how much I fucking drank, but it was more than usual. Straight stuff. Yeah. It was no mixers or anything. No memory of from about 10 o'clock in the evening. I wasn't in Ireland. I was in another country in another city uh, and I had no memory of getting from where I was back to the hotel. Mm-hmm. I woke up in the morning and I I woke up because there was, there was a banging on my door 
and I I do the kind of the hangover wake up. Yeah. The fuck? Where, where am I? Where where? Oh, I was I was half fucking dressed. I was, what the fuck is this? Open the door. Country we're in. <laughs> Open the door. I have it now. So, I said, I, I think I'm in Scotland. Bananas. I opened the door. There was two policemen standing what? there with a woman. What? A woman who uh, worked in the hotel. She had a, a uniform oh, Jesus on her. Christ. She uh, looked as if she'd been very upset and uh, oh, Jesus wasn't quite uh, herself and you know and I'm standing there you know and I'm still a bit fucking steamed and I have no idea what is happening and I have no idea what I've done the two policemen Mr. Tiernan uh, I thought yeah and then they look at the girl the girl looks at me and she turns to the police and says, it wasn't him. <gasps> oh, phew. And the police go, thank you very much for your time. Jesus Christ. And I close the door and I go back to bed. Oh, fuck. Jesus, that was, that, that was mad. Huh? <laughs> Did you go back to sleep? I fucking I had a drink. <laughs> you, finished, you finished what you brought back to the room. That's what you call the word comes into mind. Paladic. You know. Ossified. How were you? Bananas. What the fuck? Or were you still too hungover uh, to I, actually piece it together? Was it not till afterwards? It was afterwards that I started, but what it showed to me. Did that frighten you? Uh, it kind of, but it, what it showed to me is that I can trust myself. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That, yeah, I, that, that yeah, no matter yeah. how drunk I am, there isn't that level of. I'm you always you always get home. You always get to the bed. No, no, no. Or there's not that violence there, in you. No, I don't. I don't. I'm not. I'm, I don't have that violence in me. I don't. That's not. Christ. That's not part of my so nature. So, like when you get drunk, you just get drunk, but you're still your same person. If I, you know I, don't, I, mean. you don't I don't get a different. I don't turn nasty. Turn. But what it showed me was because I had absolutely no fucking memory oh, of it. Fuck. That <sighs> if she has said. That's the fella. I would have had no leg to stand on or no knowledge. Imagine no how your memory, life no memory. could have changed in that. Like these are the things that happen with the different levels of ossification. You were absolutely fucking bananas the night before. Yeah, and that's that's isn't that isn't that a scary? Bananas? Did you ever get us drunk again? Yesterday, <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't leave the house. <laughs> God, that is, that is petrifying. Yeah, I was wondering though. I'm always intrigued by people. You know, your friends, and you'd be all out and you'd be having a good time. And then someone would say, I, I can't remember last night. Like, I never can I never. I don't ever let myself go enough to. Like, if I feel that I'm too drunk, yeah. I go home. Mm. Yeah. Like. When we were drinking in the Crane Bar, you, I wanted to go. You wouldn't let me. Yeah. yeah, but that's because it was still early and I wasn't that drunk. I was just getting having. We were only getting on. into it. We were there at 11. He wanted to go at half four. Tommy, can we just be clear about one thing? Like, ooh, ooh, we ooh, were ooh, ooh. like, like, we were there at 12 o'clock or whatever time. But like, we were finished at six o'clock. Like, I mean, it wasn't like. That's still six hours drinking. That's like drinking from nine till three o'clock in the morning. But yeah, you see, but, but you see, Tommy. 
when me and you went home, we had work to do around the house. Oh, yeah. We had kids to get ready for bed. We kids had to get dish- ready for bed. I had to drive them out to the train and take them to the <laughs> You're doing thrills. It was all right for some people to go back to the hotel and go to sleep. not in, in deliberately <laughs> not deliberately but I was off school with tonsillitis which I had a lot of because I had to get my tonsils out eventually but I was about 14 and I was at home on my own and I decided I would cook sausages for the dog and something I saw this week reminded me of it so I decided I put some oil into a saucepan things not to do at home put into it on a saucepan oil, put oil into a saucepan not a pan no into a saucepan like a saucepan yeah not a frying pan no not a frying pan put about that much oil in, let it boil up. I was going to put that's the a good. No, she's just she, like she, a good a, bit. A good bit, that's like a yeah, good yeah. inch of like oil, a, almost like a, like a as if you're about to do chips. Yeah, but not that much. And then went into the sitting room, started watching the telly. Forgot that I put the oil on. The dog was in the kitchen. I don't know how the dog got out, but the dog came into the sitting room and she was doing this with her nose, like yeah. kind of. I was like, get out into the kitchen. Went out into the kitchen on fire. They have the whole corner gable of the kitchen was on fire the oven the whole lot and what did I do open doors no I, well I did I opened the windows which but is I, daft because you're, you're only feeding the fire I wet a cloth and I poured I threw it on top of it well the explosion was ten times worse that's not the worse. right thing to do you, you're not supposed to put water on oil if it's on fire because it makes it worse right. and I the whole thing just went <sighs> So I was like, what the hell am I supposed to do? So I, I turned off the gas. <laughs> that was the only wise thing that I did. Yeah. Gas, I fucking hate gas. Gas no, but bad. gas was the all cooking gas. gas back then. I rang. Hate gas. My mother was... Silent, deadly... Killer. Awful fucking uh, thing. Gas is good these days. Gas. No, it's not all gas. Oh, no, you cash. can't really cook with electric. Fucking, do you smell... Uh, if you smell... If you smell death... Be sure to call us. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. So I rang my Eat mother gas. who was in Ballina on the house phone. She rang the ambulance. The fire brigade and the fire brigade arrived fucking in Knockmore, right? Where was your I, father? He was 
don't know, in the March or something. I don't know where he was. But the house, the whole kitchen had to be literally gutted. It was destroyed. The fire, the ambulance or the fire brigade, of course, told me the whole don't put water on oil. So a little, you safe, very lucky you little didn't blow safety the whole lesson lot. for everyone today. If your yeah. house goes on fire, do not put water on the oil. Um, and of course, I got absolutely slagged for... You could have burned the whole house. They were very lucky. But I was afterwards, like I was coughing up black stuff for about a week. Yeah. Fuck. Did you ever do anything like, did you ever set the house on fire or ever do? Did you ever compromise your family? I have an an unbelievable story for you now. Unbelievable. See? I knew it should spark off something. So, uh, I know a fella would have been 15 or 16 in Navin, um, dealing ecstasy to his friends. That was the kind of just the way things were in the 90s. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It was harmless. You know. <laughs> but a, a, a very good natured <laughs> Similar junk Similar to my story. <laughs> with you here now. Very a good natured junk fella. Uh, and, you know, I, I think um, one of the things, if you take ecstasy yourself, uh, you're not really in the right m- mental state to go selling it. Oh right, <laughs> you shouldn't have been taking your profits. Yeah. So you're kind of you just you're just handing out to your pals because you're good natured and you really, don't really care about the money. Yeah, you're not really. Yeah, but the unfortunate thing is that you have gotten these ecstasy tablets on uh, on tap, so to speak. So you will get the tabs, and then you will sell them on, and then give the money back to the dealer. Mm. You know. Uh, so after a while, anyway. Uh, this particular young fella had too much of a debt um, and wasn't able to pay it up. Pay it up. So, mm-hmm. uh, and the dealers called around to his house and says, where's our fucking money? Like, called around to his parents' house and him there at 15, where's our fucking money? So, he uh, he hatched up a plan. His mother and father used to go out drinking on a Friday night. The plan was, they used to come home they'd be a bit steamed. Uh, they might smoke a cigarette in the sitting room they'd go to bed he'd go up he'd set fire to the couch <laughs> sorry sorry he'd set fire to the couch he'd set fire to the couch um, he would smell the smoke um, uh, put out the fire go and tell his parents um, you, you had too much to drink one of you must have been smoking left a cigarette on the couch uh, my wallet was there. He had a job. Ah. <laughs> My wallet was there. Um, there was 400 quid in it, which you now owe me. And he would use it that burnt. money then. It burnt. Yeah. You'd, he'd then use that money um, to pay off the drug dealer. So, did he do it? Out for the drink. Friday night, mum and dad. Come back. I'm sorry. Stop laughing. This is this. Bit bit steamed. Right. Smoke a cigarette in the sitting room. Go to bed. The gossip gets up. Sets fire to the couch. That's the level of fucking trouble he was in with the drug dealers. Like setting fire. Jesus. Set fire to the couch. He had never set fire to a couch before. He didn't realise how fucking fast it would go up. It, would go up. it went up like a fucking firelighter. Whoosh! He fucking panicked. You have a, a, a firelighter the size of a couch on fire.
in the sitting room. Oh, Jesus Christ. Fuck. How do you put that out? He can't put it out. It's too big. So he runs down. He, he says, oh, fuck. He's crying now. He's this, that fucking stressed. Gets his mother and father up out of the bed. The couch is on fire. The couch is on fire. Jesus okay. Christ. Uh, they, they call the fire brigade. But at this stage, the, the, the whole front of the house is on fire. And he, um, his parents don't have time to get dressed. Right? Jesus. So they're sitting out in the front wall of the house in their nitrous. The, the mother's in the nitrous. <laughs> the father half steamed. The father half steamed in his fucking vest and boxer shorts. Why do I, th- why do I think this is so funny? The fire brigade come round as they're putting out the fire. The young fella is fully dressed. Father turns and says, what the fuck happened? And he goes... This is where, this is the balls of the young fella now. Jesus Christ. He says, uh, I don't know, I was down in my bedroom and I smelled smoke. Uh, and I went up and I saw that the couch was on fire. So I w- went down to get you. Hang on. You, the, the couch is on fire. Sitting room was on fire. And you came down and you got dressed before you told us. And he goes, yeah, yeah, I, I, I wasn't thinking straight. So the whole front house, front of the house, burnt, burnt down. Like the the uh, sitting room, the <coughs> couch, s- side room, everything gone. Jesus Christ! But, so, but this is the balls. And he turns and he says, uh, turns to the father and he says, um, "How do you think the fire started?" The father says nothing. Young fella says, "You're both drunk." One of you must have smoked a cigarette and f- fucking left it there and half burnt the house down. <laughs> I had a wallet on the couch <laughs> with 400 quid in it from working. You owe me that money. Did but, they think that they had a cigarette? Like, did they doubt themselves? But they were a bit steamed, like. I'm sure the fire sobered them up, but they were a bit steamed. Yeah, mm. but like a bit steamed or like... You'd want to be off your head drunk. Uh, smoking a cigarette, you can to remember to to leave a cigarette on the couch. Like. No, it can happen any night of the week. You talk to the fire brigade; it can happen any night of the week, any day of the year. But you'd fall asleep, would you not? With maybe the si- no, I can understand yeah. you'd fall asleep smoking a cigarette. Rita, you could yes, have yes, I can understand that. But leaving the like, yeah, surely they used an ashtray. They hardly were. I'm sure. I'm sure. At the, the end couch. of the day, they put all the pieces together. And there was a reckoning of some sort between the young fella and uh, his parents. And I'm sure at some stage, the story, everything was rounded off and all the debts got paid one way or the other. Was there a new couch bought? There was, was, and I'm sure I know there was a new couch, there was a new front room, but the front room was as black as the inside of a coal scuttle. It's like my for kitchen. For about 10 months. The smell like my... of smoke will yes. never leave Honest that Honest to God, yeah. But when you have to, I mean, isn't it a re- remarkable creativity and bravery of a but 15-year-old young flirt to go, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. A, a remarkable level of genius. Criminality and imagination. Genius. genius but you'd, yes. you'd think like when the actual panic of the plan going arse ways you'd that's go it. you'd forget about the four yeah but that's where the real then. balls comes in you can because twist when, it because when the it, you think I have this plan oh my Jesus I the, it's out of my control the fucking the fire brigade your mother and your father sitting in their underpants on the front wall the neighbours out 
and, you're, yeah. and, and you still have the balls to follow it through. Fuck. That is... Not unbelievable. Courageous. And it's awful too what people have to... The pressure people put themselves under, you know, isn't it? Yeah. Awful, the power of ecstasy. Tell me this now. This is what I think about ecstasy. I think that I learned more from my come downs than I did from my goings up in ecstasy. Well, you'll have to explain it a bit more to me because I never had one. Okay. So, uh, years, so what year is this? 2020. So, I don't know. We're talking 20 fucking 20, 20 Yeah. Around that time. Just after you were yeah. born. Yeah, just after, yeah, around that time. <laughs> um, uh, the late 90s and all that. And ecstasy was, uh, I would have been of an age when it would have been around about the place, you know. Um, yeah. And so for me, there was um, uh, uh, the f- first flush of it when it, when you're coming up and it's great and it's, you know. So you it's get, a real upper like. Ah, uh, yeah, it's it's a very, a very positive feeling. It's, it's. Uh, it's dangerous now because if there's no traceability with them. You don't know where they're, and the, you know, awful things have happened to people. And, and you know, it, it is, you are engaging with the criminal underworld when you Take buy one, it. Yeah. Um, but, but my, what I realised was that, so there's the first rush of it. There's the kind of the, I'm, and I'm talking now over 20 years ago, the first rush, the high, the, the increase in serotonin. And your heart racing. And I wouldn't say it's racing, but it's definitely you're up for dancing and all that mm-hmm. type of crack, you know. But then there is the, the come down. As sure as the tide goes in, the tide has to go out again. So as sure as your brain is flushed with serotonin, it has to withdraw to, in order to find its balance again. Right. And in the withdrawal, your mind hurts. There's a great phrase in Irish, a warch agna. You know, it's kind of like you're, it just, you feel low, you feel stressed, you feel... It don't. It's just. It's the opposite of ecstasy. It's. Is it like when you have a hangover and you start thinking, no, it's oh worse. Jesus, no, what did it's, I say? It's not a hangover thing. Sadness. It's sadness, and it's. But it's also kind of. It you, normally happens on a Tuesday because yeah. the ecstasy kicks in on a Friday night. It's your thoughts are jagged. Your thoughts are. Uh, but I realised uh, during one come down, I said. There's actually more to learn in the come down than there is in the come up. Because in the come down, you're given a glimpse of what psychiatric illness must feel like. Really? And, and it, what that does is then it, that increases. I found, it said, OK, this is a very short lived. It lasts about a day. This is a very short lived taste of what people who suffer from acute mental illness might be going through. It's be something similar to this, something similar to this jagged, nervy, negative uh, soundtrack that's going on in your, in your, just the inability to do anything with anybody, just the negativity that's flowing through you. And I just thought that was an, an interesting... That's Comparison, what, yeah. That, well, that, that's, that's what I took from it was, wow, those poor people, if they're going through that... All the time. All the time. <clears throat> it's, it's, they, they really are hanging on by their fucking fingernails and God be good to them, like, you know. And do you have to eat stuff or is there anything that'll make you feel better when you're there? Well, people who would have done it a lot would have say, that's how some, that's how some dealers got some people onto heroin. Oh, right. Is that you would, uh, the come down would be, your come down and the fear of the come down would be so big that someone would say, listen, why don't you t- smoke a bit of this uh, to, to help with the come yeah, down. Yeah. To, 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 the, the, the great phrase was uh, to take the edge off it. Mm. 
But it's MDMA, which is the original compound for ecstasy. It's called MDMA. And that was a very powerful thing in the 60s in America where they were trialing it, given to people who come back from Vietnam and different places. MDMA has been around has been around for a long, long time and the medical people know how powerfully good it is. But they do microdose you with it now. You can. I, you know, for your for people that have um, like severe mental health problems, mm-hmm. they microdose. Sure, Absolutely. Yeah. So that they're giving them just a tiny bit. Yeah, yeah. So you're obviously not coming down then from that. No. No, tiny. Little. We should get a suppository that has a little bit of that in it as well, oh, with some opium and some MDMA. We won't come out of the shed for a month. <laughs> the opium suppository, MDMA special. Yes. But we have to do. Why don't we, we get a whole batch of them and give them out to our listeners? Why don't we get a batch for Christmas? We get some LSD and call it the God, uh, the Godcast. Um, uh, we'll call it a hen bullet. Uh, uh, but we'd have to do the come down episode then. That would be a, uh, that would be a barrel of laughs. The three of us would be in one each was one corner each. <laughs> kind of shivering. <laughs> watch it. Yeah, yeah, watching a sad movie. Do you know? Oh, so anyway, yeah. that's right, me, uh, that's me fire story. Those were the days back then when that when that boy, when that young lad could even come up with that beautiful criminal eloquent act of imagination and divilment to burn a couch and tell the parents and nearly burn the house down. Navin was fucking hopping from a Friday night to a Tuesday night. Diamonds Nightclub, which is only a mile from your house, half a mile, was the epicentre when ecstasy came into Navin first and MDMA came in. The nightclub was, you'd have couple of hundred people coming in from the wedding, dancing around with their handbags and the high heels, <laughs> right, all in a big thing, going, hey! After then, listening to Jack and Oh, come on, Eileen! Oh, oh you say that, I mean. that would put your handbags on, they'd throw all the handbags in, the middle, the, in yeah. the middle and they'd be all, hey! And then you'd look up to the to the right and there'd be all the townie boys up on top of tables with their tops Bottoms off. Of water. <laughs> with their tops off. Uh, sing hallelujah Sing it hallelujah All the boys would be up on top of tables With their tops off And jaws flapping One jaw going like a typewriter To the right to the left Navin was hopping and But where did they So the Navin was hopping Like most rural towns yeah. back then Salt Hill was hopping uh, Clonmel was hopping Tipperary was hopping Wexford Town hopping And Dublin hopping But what did people do That's a helicopter outside If anybody wants to know what the it's coming for it's coming for Tommy. Um, what did people do then? Two o'clock in the at night when the nightclubs close and they're still buzzing. People just went to houses, did they? Oh, it's, uh, back to houses, stripped wallpaper, did jobs with the mother the next day. No, but that, that, that <laughs> night, what did they do? Stripped how, wallpaper and did jobs with their mother. How did the night? How did the night I'm keep going? For flagging the cider and 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 off in house the car. parties. Did I did I ever tell you the story about me brother and the car? No. Oh, Jesus Christ, Tommy, this is because I mentioned diamonds. So, my brother, um, Navin was oomph, 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 oomph. Every Friday night, we just couldn't wait to get into Diamonds Nightclub. And it was all that early 90s rave music. It was brilliant, brilliant night. So, me, Flevin, Trigsy, another mate of ours. Trigsy. Would uh, have the car. It was a, it's a Mitsubishi Colt and it was red and it was a 1.2 GL and it was 89D brand new company car and we were cool as fuck we'd have sheepskin coats on 
Doc Martens, cool jeans, fucking we were boys. We'd have Soundgarden on and we'd have a bit of this and we'd have mixtapes in the front and we'd have loads of flagons of cider in the boot of the car. And we'd have a few flagons before we'd go to the nightclub and we'd cruise around the town in Navin. Right, we were Legends. cool as fuck. Brand new car. Windows down. Brand, brand new car. Pearl Jam, Nirvana, flagons of cider, boys hopping in with joints. Who used? Do you want to lift out? Yeah, come on, we're going. Down to the Royal Mead, back into the car, out to the night. Don't give that cunt a lift. Yeah, he wants a lift. And then the bit, the bit, then the boys, then He's the back a of the... fucking tune. No, shut your mouth. You're any acid. Yeah, shut up. Yeah, right. <laughs> Who's got Have you any skins, have you? So... We'd be in the Royal Mead and the classic in the Royal Mead was, right, are we going? Are we all right? There'd be nine of us hopping into the car. The classic would be the slug, the final slug of your glass would be the one to show your teeth. Right, are we, are we, are we out of here? Yeah, we're fucking out of here. <laughs> Do you know the way when you put your, yeah. you put your teeth into the glass to get the final slug? <laughs> Eat the cup. And out we go to Diamonds. And we'd walk into Diamonds and then we'd go. My brother was a good man for the ladies. There wasn't a weekend that would go by that wouldn't have a beautiful woman. He, he used to do the bodybuilding, so he was sculpted as well. Black as hair. Good he, looked like, he looked like a young Bono. He was... He, he didn't look like a oh, young He must have looked a bit better than Bono. He wore a two. I remember him going to the gym and I was looking out of the house with my mother one day in the middle. He looked like Pierce Brosnan's good looking brother. I remember my no. I remember my brother walking off to the first gym in Navin with a pair of those big suede black three buckle boots, tight jeans, and he had a U two war T shirt cut off at the thing, and he had a plastic bag. and I, And I looked out the window. I said, and my mum said to me, "Where is he after?" I said, "He's going to the gym." So that night, anyway, me and Paul Trigsy. We were bananas. We we couldn't do anything. We didn't know where we were. Pills? No, no, it was just, we were bananas. Flagons. Just drink. We were bananas. We were ossified. We couldn't get a lift home. My brother was away with a woman. Well, we were leaving the car park at the nightclub and he comes, pulls up in the Mitsubishi Colt 1.2 GL. D-Reg. D-Reg, 89 I cannot name for, for reasons the lady that was in the front of the car. No, because she's married now with four kids of her own. <laughs> but the window went down and it wasn't a, a roll down. It was oh. a, unbelievable. And me and Paul looked in. Using up half the battery. And my brother, there'll be no lift home for his lads. I'm off. And he just scooted off. Cut a long story short. 16 hours later, I am in the kitchen trying to help out with the Sunday dinner. No sign After he's retiled the no, house No sign of me brother no The mother says to me I'll just put this roast beef in now Any sign of your brother He didn't come home last night And I'm there Covered me brother's tracks At yes. all times Yeah No I don't know Sure look I think he stayed over Some night It might be in Paul's I'm not sure He stayed over last night Why did you not get a lift home with him Which is a massive thing oh, For your mother oh. yeah. No 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 I left him No no I didn't No no I better go out here And get the spuds yeah Two o'clock came Two o'clock in the afternoon. Three o'clock came. Oh, God. Don't tell me after that. Four o'clock. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is getting tense now. Four o'clock came. Oh, stop. Five. Five Are came. Fucking kidding Don't me? tell me six came as well. Six o'clock came on a Sunday evening. Now, imagine we'd been at a nightclub a long time before this. Oh, Jesus. Seven o'clock on ready a Sunday for evening. Getting ready for Glenroe. Oh, Jesus. And the radio emulsion. Not a sign of them. Not a sign, nor a sin, you nor a call, me. nor nothing. At about 20 past eight, that oh, Sunday night, this truck drives in. 
<laughs> this fucking pick, pickup fucking <laughs> accident truck Stop. pulls in with a car above on the back of it. Oh, Jesus, your mother must have been beep, going beep, beep, wild. Beep, 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 beep. I'm going, what the fuck is this? My brother in the fucking front seat. Stop it. And I went, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> the story goes that he drove to Betty's town <laughs> to watch the sun come up. Drove so far out <laughs> on the beach. Don't. They went for a skinny dip. And he fell asleep. And so did she. They got, they got back into the car and fell asleep. They fell asleep in the car. And he woke up at about 20 past oh, eight with the tide in around the accelerator and oh, the Jesus. fucking brake and he couldn't start the car. Oh my God. So he got out of the car and got your one out of the car and they sat back on the dune wow. and they watched the tide coming in glug, 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 oh glug, glug and completely submerged the car about a mile and a half out on the beach. The car came back with seaweed and water coming out the windows and everything. He sat back and watched the sun coming up they were safe, no accident, no, nothing happened. Yeah. First thing I said to him, did you get me fucking jacket out of the boot? Did you get the three the U2 mixtapes in the fucking glove compartment? Did you get me favourite fucking scar? I didn't get fucking nothing. Jesus Christ almighty, it was ruined. The car was ruined, everything was ruined. My mother comes out and she goes, what in the name of God? The car was in bits because it was salt water. Within yes. two days, it started corroding. The car fell apart. A Toyota Corroda. Um, <laughs> was he able to tell your mum exactly what happened? Yeah, he just said, uh, fell asleep at Betty's Town and uh, the car wouldn't stop. Now, your mum would have been very concerned about... And who was with you? Yeah. <laughs> who was with you? X was with me and... No, her, parents, her parents must be going demented. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he, uh, from being the coolest dudes round Trimgate Street and out to the nightclub and all the boys... Because you never think of the tide coming in, do you? <laughs> no, that ro- that's no, not you romantic, could, you see. No, but you no. see, it was romantic at the time because there could have been a bit of loving going on and there could have been this and they could have fallen asleep. And they've fallen asleep, the, yeah, right. They did the, not fall asleep. I bet they were... No, but after you, after, after, the, after that, after that, you'd, you'd have, have a little sleep snooze. In the, yeah, in the car, the two of you. But she was steamed. a Mitsubishi cold. She couldn't, she couldn't be able to lie. You could put the seat back. You could put the hand down and push it right back. Yeah, and, or lie in the back seat together with your feet up somewhere and out the window. The two of you just relaxing. Three simple minds live fucking tapes. Two big oh, no. country, two live YouTube. The battery was probably dead fucking, too. And my lovely sheepskin jacket in the boot of the car. And did you fuck! get it back? Did you? No, get it? she didn't give a fuck about it. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We hope you had as much fun as we did. Download us, subscribe to us and listen weekly. And we'd like to reach out to the countries where we've no listeners. Yeah, so where? Burkina Faso. We've no listeners. Azerbaijan, I think, is none. And Afghanistan. We've no listeners in Afghanistan. Have you anyone in the Philippines? The Philippines. I think we've won in the Philippines. Imagine somebody in Siberia. How about the Congo? Is that a country? And a dance. So anyway, uh, Let, can, just before we go, as we leave the head shed, can I give you a dead arm and a dead leg? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> good luck. <laughs>